You're listening to Brains On, where we're serious about being curious. Brains On is supported in part by a grant from the National Science Foundation. This pool is really nice. Coming here was a great idea, Molly, and I'm loving these rainbow floaties. Right? I figured since we're going to talk about jellyfish, we should act like jellyfish. And in the wise words of Janelle Monet, just float. Yeah, jellyfish seem super chill. That's what jellies are best at, just hanging out. They seem so peaceful, you know, one with the water. And why just talk about jellies when you can be the jelly? Be the jelly. Be the jelly. Be the jelly. Did somebody say jelly? Yes, we said jelly. Perfect, because I've got a peanut butter sandwich in desperate need of some jelly. Can't have a PBJ without some J. Got any grape? Sandin, we're talking about jellyfish. We don't have any grape jelly. Okay. What about strawberry? Sandin, no, we have no condiments here. We're just trying to chill. Go check the fridge in the kitchen. All right, all right. Don't get your tentacles twisted. You can go back to being uh, the not grape jelly jelly. Okay, no more distractions. Jellyfish don't get distracted. They just mind their blobby business. Jellyfish don't do much, right? We need to figure out how to do nothing. But you're always doing something. I'm eating a PB&J, and you're floating in the water. That's not nothing. Sandin, relax, dude. Be the jelly. Well, I'm eating jelly. And if you are what you eat, well, I guess I'm jelly. Hey, one more question. Do jellyfish do cannonballs? Because I can't resist. Sandin, no! Cannonball! You're listening to Brains On from APM Studios. I'm your host, Molly Bloom, and I'm here with Rosie from San Marcos, California. Hi, Molly. Today's episode is about the squishiest, stingiest superstars of the sea. Jellyfish. Rosie, what do you think of when you hear the word jellyfish? I think about those big jellyfishing groups that are like purple. Mmm, very cool. Um, Have you seen these in real life or any jellyfish in real life? I have. We were on a boat and there's like all these jellyfish surrounding the boat. So we got to see a lot. Wow, that sounds really cool. Were any of them the glowing jellyfish? I don't think so. They were like sort of small circles that are blue. Cool. So what did it feel like to be in that boat with all the jellyfish around? It felt really like cool. Like I've never seen that many jellyfish before. I was really happy and like surprised. But then like I was like, what if the boat crashed? (laughs) We'd fall into all those jellyfish. Yeah. Probably not wanting to go swimming with them makes a lot of sense. But from a distance, they were cool. Yeah. Nice. And when you were on the beach recently, you said you you saw a jellyfish too, right? Mm Mm-hmm. We saw it from up top, but then I had to go down and look at it closer. What, What did it look like? Like, how big was it? It was, like, 
three sand dollars, maybe. It had, like, little bits of purple, but it was really, like, baby blue and clear. Ooh, very, very cool. So, have you ever eaten a jellyfish? Yes. Where did you eat it? In Korea. At this, like, buffet thing. How was it prepared? It was, like, I think stir-fry or something, but... When you put it in your mouth, it was, like, really soft and jello-y, but when you bited it, it was, like, crunchy. Oh, interesting. Was it, did it taste good? No. <laughs> not, not your favorite. It's not your favorite yet. Maybe someday you'll be like, oh, it's my favorite food. That's awesome that you tried it, though. Yeah, it was really sour. Mmm. I wonder if that was the jellyfish or the sauce. It's hard to know. I have to try it again one day and let me know if it was the jellyfish or the way it was cooked, Okay. Okay. Well, jellyfish are amazing, unique creatures. They've been on the planet for millions of years. Yeah, jellyfish are so old. How old are they? Jellyfish are so old, they're even older than dinosaurs. Right. Jellyfish have been around for at least 500 million years. That's about 200 million years before dinosaurs showed up. Oh, oh, I've got another one. Jellyfish are so old. How old are they? They're so old, they're older than trees. What? Older than trees? My mind is turning to jelly just thinking about that. Mine too. It's pretty mind-blowing. And even after all of that time, all those millions and millions of years, jellyfish never evolved to have things like bones or blood. Right, and they don't even have any organs either. So no hearts and no brains. And you might be thinking, how does a brainless, heartless, boneless blob do anything at all? Hey, that's exactly what I was thinking. Whoa, brains on producer Ruby Guthrie? You came out of nowhere. Well, <laughs> they don't call me Ruby Jumpscare Guthrie for nothing. Do people really call you that? Uh, no. I just made that up. People call me Rubes, but that does absolutely nothing for my street cred. You know what does wonders for my street cred? Knowing about jellyfish. Seamless segue. Oh, thank you. I mean, maybe they should call me Ruby Seamless Segway Guthrie instead. But anyway, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, jellyfish. I think jellyfish are some of the most bananas bonkers beings on the planet. For starters, they're not even fish. They're actually most closely related to coral or sea anemones. Sea anemones. You mean those floppy flower-looking things that clownfish hide in? Yeah, yeah, like in Finding Nemo. Sea anemones, corals, and jellyfish are all a part of the same group called cnidarians. And they're all grouped together because they all sting. Whoa, I did not know that coral can sting. They can, but before we get into jellyfish stinger specifics, we have to understand what a jellyfish is made of in the first place. Oh yeah, we actually got a question about this from one of our listeners. My name is Sari from Belmont, California. My question is, what is the anatomy of a jellyfish? I was at the aquarium and we were at the jellyfish exhibit and it made me wonder. Oh, I love this question. Jellyfish, like us, come in lots of different shapes, sizes, and colors, but they all share some basic things in common. Most of them have that round body with tentacles hanging down, and that round body is called a bell, which makes sense because it totally looks like a bell, right? Yeah, or like an umbrella. Or a mushroom cap. Exactly. 
And in that mushroom cap, umbrella-like bell body, there's more than meets the eye. The edge of a jellyfish bell is lined with little structures called ropalia. These make it possible for jellyfish to sense light, vibrations, and even gravity. What else is inside the bell? Well, there are three layers to a jellyfish. There's the outside, which is their skin. That's the first layer. Followed by a thick jelly-like layer. That's the second layer. And then there's the third layer, which is their digestive system. It's called a gastrodermis. It's kind of like a stomach or just a pouch where food can go. It's connected to their mouths, which are right at the bottom of the bell. And turns out their mouths are also their butts. Wait, what the butt? I know, totally wild, right? But it's actually pretty simple. Everything that goes in also comes out of the same place. I think I know where this is going. So jellyfish put stuff in their mouths, like maybe some plankton or fish or even a crab. Then they digest it. And the stuff that they don't digest, all that leftover poop, well, it goes right out the same hole they were shoveling food into earlier. Oh, man. Well, that's totally awesome and gross. Yeah, to us humans. It leaves a funny taste in the mouth. I mean, figuratively speaking, of course. Oh, But for jellies, a mouth that is also your butt is the only way of life that they know. Okay, so we've got the bell body covered. Complete with their mouth butts. Of course, can't forget the mouth butts. But what about the tentacles? The tentacles are super important tools for jellyfish. It's how they catch their next meal, using their stingers. Each tentacle is covered with thousands of teeny tiny microscopic stinging cells. Cells are the building blocks of all living things. Right. But these are special cells called cnidocytes. You can picture them like itty-bitty tubes with tiny little arrows coiled inside. And when the cnidocyte cells are triggered, like a jellyfish brushes its tentacle against something, the teeny tubes open up and let in water, which launches the arrow-like stingers to inject venom. The venom stuns the prey so the jellies can gobble them up for lunch. Pretty hardcore for something with no backbone. It's true. There's nothing more hardcore than having stinging tentacles and a mouth for a butt. I mean, not even the nickname Ruby Jumpscare Guthrie can beat that. Do you think that name will really catch on? Maybe if I... Sneak over here? Boo! Did I scare you? Afraid not. Uh, no. Maybe six the segues and jelly facts. Deal. Okay, so we've learned all about what makes up a jellyfish. They're boneless, brainless blobs and have survived for millions and millions of years. They have round bodies called bells and use their tentacles to catch and eat their food and also sense the world around them. And you can't forget that their mouths are also their butts. Very unforgettable. And you know what else is unforgettable? The way jellyfish have babies. To learn more, we called Rebecca Helm. She's a biologist at Georgetown University who studies jellyfish. And she's on the phone right now. Hi, Rebecca. Hi, Rosie. How do jellyfish make more jellyfish? Jellyfish have a couple different ways to make more jellyfish. One of my favorite ways is a process where the jellyfish will 
go through a kind of transformation. So jellyfish start life looking nothing like jellyfish. They look like little tiny sea anemones. They have this body about the size of a breadcrumb and a whirl of tentacles around the top and a mouth in the middle and they catch food and they eat and they grow and that's their job. But when they go through this transformation, the body looks less like a little sea anemone and more like a tiny stack of pancakes. Each little pancake will pop off and become a tiny jellyfish. So sort of like a frog? Kinda. It would be like if a tadpole could turn into like 20 frogs. Oh. Weird, right? Yeah. (laughs) They kind of look like um, snowflakes. And all the little snowflake jellyfish stacked together look like a pine cone. And so the first person to discover it um, named it pine cone. But he named it in in another language. So we call it a strobola, uh, which means pine cone. Oh, that's cool. It's really cool. And they do it at least once a year over and over and over again. So you can have a polyp that's like 100 years old. And every year it'll produce 10, 20, 30 jellyfish in a little stack. Oh, that's really cool. It's really fun to watch. I read there's one kind of jellyfish that can live forever. How does that work? We don't really know exactly how it works, but it's a really neat story. The jellyfish grows up from a polyp to a jellyfish, but then if the jellyfish gets hurt or injured in some way, it'll shrivel into this little ball. It looks like a watered up piece of paper just kind of crumpled up on the seafloor. And out of that little ball, a new tiny polyp will grow. So it sort of gets to start its life cycle all over again. It's like if you had a favorite frog friend and your frog uh, was hurt in some way, your frog, instead of dying, would just turn back into a tadpole, eat a bunch more, and then metamorphose back into a frog again. Oh, that's really cool. It is I mean, so confusing and cool to think about. What we don't know is if it can do this, like rebirth as many times as it wants, or if after a while it starts to get like kind of tired. So in order to really know if something can go on forever, you kind of have to watch it forever. And no one's been watching them that long. So we've got a we've got a little ways to go before we know if it's really immortal. Definitely know it can start its life over again from the beginning if it wants to. I'll commit my life to watch it forever. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Rosie. Yes, very appreciated. What's your favorite jellyfish fact? I have so many, um, but I think one thing I really like about jellyfish is that, you know, a lot of people say they don't have brains and that's mostly true, but it's not the whole truth because they actually have these little like tiny itty bitty sort of baby brains all around the edge of their body. Yeah. So all along the edge of that bell shape, they have these little dots and each dot has like a tiny eye and a tiny ear and a tiny nose and a tiny brain. And they have like eight of them and they all talk to each other. So yeah, it's weird. It's like, Sort of like a house, like eight people living in one like jellyfish house. That's such a good way to put it. And 
if you want to decide what to do with your big moving house, you have to talk to all your other people. And in the case of jellyfish, at least three have to decide they want to go somewhere and then the house will turn. One question that I was really curious about was whether jellyfish can sting each other. Yeah, they can. Um, some jellyfish eat other jellyfish. So oh, they can absolutely sting one another. Uh, but in the same species, no, they can't sting each other. We also heard that jellyfish are getting more common in the oceans. What's going on there? Yeah, there's there have been some, some studies, some scientists that have found evidence that some jellyfish are getting more common, but there are a couple things going on here. Um, my first thing is if you go to the ocean and there are tons of jellyfish, everyone will tell you because everyone gets stung. But not a lot of people report when there aren't any jellyfish. So we sort of are used to hearing when jellyfish are around, but not when they're missing. And that means that sometimes we don't notice when a species of jellyfish is actually on the decline or not doing very well. We just don't notice that it's gone. That's sad. It is kind of sad. But there are some jellyfish that are also increasing. Um, certain jellyfish, like the moon jellyfish from Japan, is now in San Francisco and Florida. It's all over the world. It's traveled with people on the bottoms of ships as polyps. And then it'll go through that pine cone phase and butt off all those snowflake jellyfish babies and uh, start a new life in a new city and a new bay. Rebecca, I'm wondering, when you were Rosie's age, Rosie's nine, were you interested in jellyfish? I was. I was actually really interested in jellyfish. I, I thought they were so interesting and weird. Um, and one of the things I wanted to be when I grew up was a jellyfish biologist. Uh, but I also wanted to be a cowgirl for a while. <laughs> but yeah, I, I really like jellyfish from a very young age and wanted to study them. And I'm really happy that I get to do it now as an adult. Thanks for answering our questions, Rebecca. Thank you for having me. Okay, Rosie, it's time for the Are you ready to hear it? Yep. All right, let's hear it. Okay. What in the what? What do you think? I think it's maybe like someone like crushing something or walking mm. on something like maybe rocks or gravel. Totally. That's a really good guess. Do you want to hear it again? Yeah. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> Oh, man, I do not know what this is either. To me, it sounds like um, some kind of monster eating a snack. Yeah. I don't think that's it. <laughs> what else do you hear? When I heard it the second time, it sort of sounded like a dog eating something. Mm -hmm. So we both heard eating that time. Yeah. Or like maybe, okay, this is really out there. Uh -huh. Maybe like a dog squishing a like plastic water bottle in their mouth. I love that. That is not that out there. I, I'm into it. You know, we've had people hitting two frozen hot dogs together as a mystery sound, so it could be literally anything. Well, we're going to hear it again. 
Get another chance to guess and hear the answer at the end of the show. Hey friends, we're working on an episode about memory and we want to hear from you. Do you ever use a song or rhyme to help you remember something like A, B, C, D? That helps me remember the order of the alphabet. Rosie, do you have a rhyme or a song that helps you remember something? Yeah, like how to spell the word friend. Oh, how can I hear it? F-R-I-E-N-D. You're a good friend to me. Oh, we love that. That is very handy. Yeah, it's kind of a tricky word to spell. I'm going to sing that next time I have to write it. Very nice. Well, listeners, we want to hear from you. Record yourself singing or reciting and send it to us at brainson.org slash contact. It can be something you learned in school or you can make up something totally random that helps you remember something very silly. And while you're there, you can send us mystery sounds, drawings, and questions. Like this one. My question is why does food expire? Again, that's brainson.org slash contact. And keep listening. Today's episode is sponsored by Sitka Seafood Market. Seafood is a great source of long-chain omega-3 fatty acids, which can support heart health. Salmon is one of my favorite foods, and so it's so delightful when a box of amazing quality, beautiful salmon arrives at my door. Sitka Seafood Market sources from small boat fishermen and community-based processors that take great care to provide the highest quality seafood that is wild-caught, sustainably, and ethically harvested. And one of the best parts is Sitka Seafood Market offers a variety of flexible subscriptions that can come monthly or every other month. It's super convenient, so if you're going on vacation, you can pause or you can cancel any time. I know you'll love it as much as I do. Go to SitkaSeafoodMarket.com and use code MOLLY35 for $35 off your first order of $100 or more. That's SitkaSeafoodMarket.com, promo code MOLLY35 for $35 off your first order of $100 or more. That's SitkaSeafoodMarket.com. Talking to your backseat babies about money can be so hard. In fact, you probably don't even know where to start. So that's where the newest version of the Million Bazillion Academy steps in, our email newsletter course. You can start whenever, and you'll get a new lesson each week that you and your kids can complete at your own pace. They'll learn about crypto, the stock market, and so much more. And best of all, it's free. Million Bazillion Academy, making kids smarter about money. Sign up today at marketplace.org slash academy. Talking to your backseat babies about money can be so hard. In fact, you probably don't even know where to start. So that's where the newest version of the Million Bazillion Academy steps in, our email newsletter course. You can start whenever, and you'll get a new lesson each week that you and your kids can complete at your own pace. They'll learn about crypto, the stock market, and so much more. And best of all, it's free. Million Bazillion Academy, making kids smarter about money. Sign up today at marketplace.org slash academy. You're listening to Brains On. I'm Rosie. And I'm Molly. And today, my jam is jelly. Jellyfish, that is. Right. We're learning all about those brainless, boneless wonders with stinging tentacles and multi-purpose mouth butts. And while jellyfish may seem pretty simple on the surface, they've actually got a lot of cool superpowers. Yeah. Jellyfish can do some amazing things. The sort of stuff that would make any superhero totally jealous. You mean totally jelly. Right. Here, let's learn more about the super side of these sea squishies. Coming soon to the MCU. 
That's the Marine Cinematic Universe. It's a brand new superhero unlike any you've seen before. She doesn't fly. She doesn't jump. She just floats. Wait, is that right? It is? Okay. Crime isn't ready for this hero. It's Super Jelly. That's right. I have all the powers of a jellyfish because I am one. Wait, seriously? You're just a jellyfish? Yep. Ugh. I thought I was narrating a movie for someone cool like Shark Dude or the Aquamarine. You know, hail denizens of the deep. Pow, pow, pew. They have really cool powers. Oh, I have cool powers too. Like, did you know I'm loaded with venom? Psh, yeah, right. You don't look very venomous. More squishy. That's because my stingers are very, very tiny and hidden in my tentacles. They're smart too. My cells know not to sting myself because that would be ouch city. Pretty tough, huh? How painful could it be? Well, it depends. Some can be pretty painful. The box jellyfish is considered the most venomous creature in the ocean. It's super painful and even sometimes deadly. Wanna feel? Um, nope. I'm good. We can create our own light so that even deep in the ocean, we're shining bright like stars. Okay, that's actually pretty cool. But that's not all I can do. Some jellyfish can regrow body parts. Comes in handy if something chomps you. We can be super small, like the size of a golf ball, or super big. The lion's mane jellyfish can have tentacles that make it longer than a blue whale. Plus, we're natural survivors. You mean you can survive an epic, super-powered battle? Those are nothing. Jellyfish have survived multiple mass extinctions. That's when a huge number of living things bite the dust in a short amount of time. Oh, like when all the dinosaurs died? Yep, we survived that. And plenty of other catastrophic events, because we're built to last. We've been around for 500 million years, and we'll probably be around for millions more. That's what makes us so super. But I think I know your weakness. Your kryptonite, if you will. Um, hungry sea turtles? No. I heard there's a magic cure for your stings. Oh, I, I'm, I don't think there's any... I've heard I can just stop the sting with some number one. Huh? You know, a little tinkle juice. Excuse me? Wash it with wee-wee. Beg your pardon? Pee on it. I heard pee-pee makes the jelly ouchie go bye-bye. Oh, that myth. Yeah, don't do that. Why not? Well, urine, or pee-pee as you called it, actually can cause any unreleased stinger cells to release, which makes the sting worse. Freshwater does this too. Your best bet, actually, is to rinse the jellyfish ouchie with salt water. Good to know. Don't put pee-pee on a jellyfish sting. All right, I admit it. You've got some cool powers. But, like, you just float. Don't you need to stop crime or something to be a superhero? You ever seen a bank robbery in the ocean? I didn't think so. You're welcome. Okay, then. Thanks for all the neat info. I guess I should uh, wrap up then. Right. So, if you'll excuse me. <clears throat> she floats. She stings. She regrows body parts, and pee-pee can't stop her. Coming this summer to a beach near you, it's the latest hero to rock your world. Get ready for Super Jelly! It's me, 
<laughs> so tough. Brains, brains, brains. Well, Rosie, given how mighty the jellyfish is, it would make sense if you confused them for world-class fighters. That reminds me, you want to play a little game? Sure. Okay, we're going to play jellyfish or wrestler. It's pretty simple. I'm going to give you a name, and you tell me if it's a type of jellyfish or a professional wrestler. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, first up. Cannonball. Jellyfish or wrestler? Ooh. I'm sort of on the fence about this one. (laughs) It's a tough one. Okay, I'm going to go with wrestler. I'm sorry to say that it's actually a jellyfish. Although, there should be a wrestler named that, so wrestlers, the name is available if you need it. So, if you live on the southeastern coast of the U.S., you're probably pretty familiar with cannonball jellies. They're also known as cabbage head jellies or jelly balls, and they're a popular jellyfish for humans to eat, actually. They're often dried out, and then you can eat them in their dried-up form. Yum. Okay, here's the next one. Gold dust. Jellyfish or wrestler? I feel like if I'm going to say jellyfish, it's going to be a wrestler. And if I say wrestler, it's going to be a jellyfish. <laughs> so you got to say one. What are you going to say? I think I'm going to say wrestler. You are correct. Nice work. Gold dust is a wrestler. There is not a gold dust jellyfish. However, there are golden jellyfish, which have a warm yellow color. And get this, they're only found in... Jellyfish Lake. That's a real lake on the island of Palau in the Western Pacific. Some jellyfish can live in fresh water. Pretty cool. All right. Are you ready for another one? Mm-hmm. The next one is Sting. Is that a type of jellyfish or the name of a wrestler? Oh. I, f- I really want to say jellyfish, but I have feelings to a wrestler. So what's your answer? Cannonball was an extreme name for a jellyfish, (laughs) so I'm going to say it is jellyfish. I'm sorry, but it's actually a wrestler. I knew it. (laughs) You know, maybe Sting was inspired by jellyfish because they sting, you know? Hmm. So, not too far off. All right, last but not least, the pink meanie. Jellyfish or wrestler? Sounds really familiar. What do you think? You know, two of them have been wrestlers, and Mm. only one has been a jellyfish. So Mm. I think it's going to be a jellyfish. And you are correct. Excellent use of logic. We love it. So yes, Pink Meanie is a jellyfish. It has a bunch of fluffy pink tentacles, and it kind of makes it look like it's wearing a tutu. They're big, and they love to eat other jellyfish, particularly moon jellies. Rosie, excellent work. Who knew jellyfish and wrestlers both had such awesome names? Yeah. Jellyfish have been around for hundreds of millions of years. They have round bell bodies and long tentacles. They don't have brains, bones, or blood. But they do have mouths that are also their butts. And they make new jellyfish through a process called strobilation. Jellyfish are like superheroes. Some can glow in the dark, others can regrow body parts, and some even have super powerful stingers. And if you do get stung, don't pee on it. Trust us. 
That's it for this episode of Brains On. This episode was written by Ruby Guthrie and Sandon Totten with production help from Molly Bloom, Mark Sanchez, Anna Wiggle, Rosie DuPont, Aron Voldes-Lossi, Molly Quinlan, Nico Gonzalez-Whistler, and Anna Goldfield. It was edited by Shayla Farzan and sound designed by Rachel Breeze. We had engineering help from Nick Ritchie. Many thanks to Faye Kelling and Serena Kelling. Beth Perlman is our executive producer. The executives in charge of APM Studios are Chandra Kavati, Alex Shafford, and Joanne Griffith. Brains On is a nonprofit public radio program. There are lots of ways to support the show. Head to brainson.org. While you're there, you can subscribe to our Smarty Pack. It lets you listen to ad-free episodes and other fun bonus stuff. And you can submit your questions and mystery sounds. Speaking of, Rosie, you ready for that mystery sound again? Let's do it. Oh, man. It sounded real squishy that time. I don't know. What do you think? It was sort of disturbing that time. <laughs> The more we hear it, the more we're disturbed by it. Oh, yeah. What do you think? Any other guesses? I think it's either like someone doing that ASMR thing with their oh, mouth and they chew something uh-huh. like, uh, uh-huh. or like someone squishing like, or like crushing a rock. Great guesses. You ready for the answer? Mm-hmm. Me too. Here is the answer. Hi, my name is Austin. I live in Exton, Pennsylvania. That mystery sound was me pulling my wet rash guard away from my stomach. I wear a rash guard to protect my arms from the sun. Wow. Wow. Uh, Okay. That was really far away from my (laughs) answer. Yes. Neither of us got so close. So, yeah, the rash guard, that's like those long sleeve swim tops. And I guess... Austin had gone in the water and gotten wet, and there was kind of like a suction thing happening between the swim top and the belly. I guess I'm going to have to try that next time I go swimming because that sound was very interesting. Very interesting. (laughs) Now it's time for the Brain's Honor Roll. These are the incredible kids who keep this show going with their questions, ideas, mystery sounds, drawings, and high fives. Ella from Redlands, California, Teleco and Tallulah from Knoxville, Tennessee, Bo, Ender, and Landon from Castle Rock, Colorado, Marcus from Guiana, Imogen from Seattle, Josias from Orlando, Aliyah from Luxembourg, Sawyer from Valparaiso, Indiana, Annabelle and Lumi from Toronto, Ozzy from Baltimore, Caleb from Vancouver, Madeline and Lincoln from Collegeville, Pennsylvania, Samantha from Scottsdale, Arizona, Elijah from Forest Grove, Oregon, Kian and Emmett from Toronto, Nicholas and Natalie from the Woodlands, Ilya from Brooklyn, New York, Thatcher from Woodenville, Washington, Luna from Birmingham, England, Atticus from Corte Madera, California, Dylan from Hamilton, Ontario, Adis from North Berwick, Maine, Shane from Delaware, Ian from Teaneck, New Jersey, Matthias from Vancouver, Matthew from Bloomington, Minnesota, Sarah and Judah from Spring Hill, Tennessee, Francis and Kieran from Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio, Liam from Austin, Texas, Margot from Augusta, Georgia, Cecilia from Baltimore, Eloise from North Vancouver, British Columbia, Isaac from Raleigh, North Carolina, Ari from Mesa, Arizona, Isa from Encino, California, Charlie and Caitlin from Marietta, Georgia, Henry from Yorba Linda, California, Calvin from Farmington, Arkansas, 
Riley from Albany, New York, Nina from Pittsburgh, Owen from Boise, Idaho, Pedro from Palo Alto, California, Ray from Rome, Ava from Eulin, Texas, Parker and Avery from Fountain Valley, California, Amelia from St. Louis, Henry from Portland, Oregon, Peter from Lehigh, Utah, Annika from Easton, Pennsylvania, Caitlin from Whitmore Lake, Michigan, Johnny and Luke from Palm Coast, Florida, Luca from Sunshine Coast, Australia, Bethy from Perth, Australia, Delson from Atlanta, Evelyn from Kingsland, Georgia, Zaid from Sandy, Oregon, Amelia from Jackson Heights, New York, Neam from Salt Lake City, Hiram from Eugene, Oregon, Ethan from Sage, California, Sam from West Valley City, Utah, Sadie and Hazel from San Diego, California, Adeline from Santa Barbara, California, Arvid and Henry from West St. Paul, Minnesota, Lucinda from Louisville, Felix and Matilda from Charlotte, North Carolina, Mateo from Arvada, Colorado, David from Austin, Texas, Hope from Columbia, South Carolina, and Finn from San Diego, California. We'll be back next week with more answers to your questions. Thanks for listening.